Our Lord will lift you up in this sanctuary today. Thank you for your presence. That is all we need. Your presence is a lot to us, oh God. That is why we are victors in all ways. Thank you for today. For you will speak to us again. And you will strengthen us from your word. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And you can sit like a victor. Hallelujah. I want to thank God for our ministries today. Business ministry and the first aid ministry. All here to serve us. And for God to use them uh, in all areas uh, of our life. You know, everything God gives is to bless us. You know that. Anything that comes from God is to what? Is to, so make use of everything that God has given you. Today, uh, our, our team is from the book of Exodus chapter 33. And the topic of the message this morning is the glorious presence of God. The glorious presence of God. And I'm reading Exodus chapter 33, verse 18, in New Living Translation. Moses responded, then show me your glorious presence. Moses responded, then show me your glorious presence. I want us to read it together. It's very, very short. You can even read it without looking up or without looking in your Bible. I know you know it. Let's go. Let's read it together. Moses responded, then show me your glorious presence. So the topic again is the glorious presence of God. Brethren, let me tell us, uh, let me remind us, when we're talking of the presence of God, this is all we need. Not only for pandemic. Like our people said, pandemic is not here to stay. I, I believe you know that. Are you with me? Pandemic is not here to stay. You know why? Because the, that power to be forever only for our Lord Jesus Christ. That is why pandemic is not here to stay. To stay. So you cannot let anything that is going on in the world right now that is temporary to affect your relationship with your God, which is the most important thing to focus at. A lot of people have been distracted by the power of pandemic. And it's taking them away, shifting their focus from their maker, their sustainer, their provider, their sufficiency, and focusing on the sting of pandemic. But the presence of God is here forever. When we're talking of the presence of God, brethren, I'm not talking of, hey, when they will be making noise, he's here, he's here. Everybody, did you see him? Start. No, 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 he's been here. He's what? Been here. I was somewhere one time, and they were praying. All of a sudden, I was hearing the noise. He has come. He has come now. He has come. I, I was, I said, where was he before? <laughs> Is he with you? Shower time, driving time, meal time, walk time, exercise time. Even when you're sleeping, <laughs> when you're gone, he's there. So when I was hearing, everybody, hurry up, wake up, he's here, he's here. And there was noise, 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 noise. He doesn't come in noise. He is here. Whether there is noise or not. There is difference between the manifestation of the power of God and the presence of God. 
And some of these things are just artificial, to be honest with you. They are just man-made, for, for, you know, strange fire to steer people up. And God, you can be quiet right there because he said, be still and know that I'm the Lord. Be what? Be still. Do you know what it means to be still? Relax. Chill. Calm down. That is when you can never know his presence when you are busy being distracted, when you are being focused, when you are focusing on too many things that is going on around you, when you are giving attention to inferiority that is going on around you, things that can never be permanent, things that, can, that are temporary, things that are not here to stay. When you focus your attention on those things, they are just noise. To distracting you. You can never see it spread. But when you calm down, when you relax, when you cross your feet, when you know his word, when you believe what is said, when you can see him, even not with your naked eyes, then you will see his power. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 8 says something. My ways are not my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you can imagine. So in every situation, whether about your business, whether about your health, about your family, brethren, you need to take time to seek his face to derive his ways. Because if you do anything in your way, the result will be failure. F9. Okay. F9. When you miss its ways, there is nothing you can do to make it happen. You have to come back. Brethren, there is no substitute when it comes to God's presence. There is nothing you can do from making error to now want to make that error to work out when the presence of God is not in it. So it's very, very imperative that in every situation, we don't go by what we think or what we know. He said, my thoughts, my ways is totally different from your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond. So see, in, in this book of Exodus, I, 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 I see something. When I saw this scripture, my ways are far beyond anything you can imagine. I said, no wonder. In Exodus chapter 33, verse 13, Moses says something. When God was speaking to him, if it is true that you look favorably on me, let me know your ways. Let me know your ways. So that what? See what happened when you understand his ways, when you see his ways, you see where the team came from. When Moses says, show me then your glorious presence, let me know your ways so I may understand you more fully. Until he shows you his ways, you can never understand him fully. You can know him partially, but you may not know him fully. That is number one. And continue to enjoy your favor. For you to continue to enjoy God's favor, not temporarily, to be permanent upon your health, to be permanent upon your business, upon your job, you need to continually walk in his ways. But when Moses says, says that, it tells me a lot that Moses really, really passionate about knowing God and knowing his ways. Moses desired to know God more, to know more of God. You cannot experience God without knowing him. 
It is very, very exciting. You can never experience. You can never, never, never. You won't be able to know him fully. It is very, very important. You cannot experience God without knowing him. So knowing him is very important. Psalm 103, verse 7, you will see the difference between Moses now and the Israelites. Psalm 103, verse 7. In New King James Version, brethren, see this. Pay attention to it. He made known his ways to who? His act to? Now, let's do some, something right here. He made, there are two things that happen here. Don't See, let me tell you, there is no partial in God's dealing with us. No partiality at all in his ways. Like what I said before, if you don't know him, you cannot experience him. It's different between Moses and the Israelites. Moses knows God, so God shows him his ways. Israelites don't know God. He showed them his act. When you know God, he will show you his ways. When you don't know God, you can only see his act, his power. You cannot compare the power of God with the presence of God. Hey, there is a huge gap when we're talking of the presence of God and the power of God. Unfortunately, it is the power of God that a lot of believers are seeking after today, not the presence. The power of God is the manifestation of power of God that you see it's just the act of God. But when we are talking of his presence, the presence is him himself. You cannot experience the power of God and be satisfied than experiencing his presence. His presence in your life, his presence in your endeavor, his presence in your business, in, in, your, in your health even, in your finances, makes a difference. Brethren, stop seeking for God's power. Seek his presence. See what relationship can do. Relationship means a lot in our journey as Christians. If you don't have relationship with him, you will just see the manifestation of his power. But when you have relationship with him, you will enjoy his presence. Because you will become the vehicle of his power. I hope you're getting the difference. When you have his presence, you are a vehicle, vehicle of his presence. It means of his power. Anywhere you go, the power is there. The Israelite only experiences his power and the gun. But when you have his presence, the power never departs from you. Hallelujah. The power of God is not the same as the presence of God. Can you say that with me? The power of God is not the same as the presence of God. Can you say it again? The power of God is not the same as the presence of God. The power of God is the manifestation of his might, but his presence reveals who he is. When people see miracle, when they see healing, when they see all that, and they just think it's something they need for now, that is just the move of his power. But when your life becomes miracle itself, that when you wake up, it's miracle. When you move, it's miracle. When you stand, it's miracle. Anything about you brings out something that is supernatural, something that is not common, something that is not normal. Anytime you move, God's move. Anytime you shift, God shift. You carry his presence. So miracle to you will be like, oh, praise God. You just praise him, you move on. Because as you move on, the next miracle is starting. So 
His power, number two, his power reveals his act, but his presence reveals his ways. Now, when we go for I, want, I really want us to understand, what is this way, his ways that Moses was talking about? That goes, if you need to show me your ways. If I have grace indeed, you need to show me your ways. I need to know your ways. Your ways, your ways, your ways, oh God. The presence of God is God's ordained way to know him. We're talking of God's presence. He, he has his own ordained ways. There is no other thing you can do that can bring his ways clear to you if you don't go through the right channel. John chapter 14, verse 6, and then verse 9. John chapter 14. Let's see what Jesus said. Jesus said to him, now follow me and let's read it together. I am the way. Can we say it again? I am the way. Who said that? Moses is saying, show me, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Except through me. Are you with me, brethren? Shout hallelujah. We will get to somewhere. Jesus is the way to the Father. The presence of God is the appearance of God's gift to mankind. So when we're talking of his glorious presence, we're talking of God's gift. There is a gift God gave us. And what is that gift? Jesus. For God so loved the world. And he gave. He gave. He gave. So the presence of God is the appearance of God's gift. I, I will prove to you today that Jesus is the grace of God. And if you don't believe that, I'm sure you will believe from today. And if you believe that before, I'm sure you will continue to grow in that grace. Jesus is the grace of God, the gift God gave. So whether for pandemic period, outside of pandemic, you have a gift that God has given you. And that gift is to take you through every journey of life, every situation that you may find yourself. John chapter 1, verse 14, in New King James Version. John chapter 1, verse 14. And the word, now see the gift that we're talking about. And the word became flesh and dwelt. See, don't forget, it became what? Flesh. And dwelt among us. And we behold his glory. The glory of the holy begotten of the Father. Full of what? Grace. Full of grace and truth. Jesus is the grace of God given unto us. For every situation as the solution is the answer. Verse 16. And of his fullness, we have all received. <laughs> what did you receive? Grace for grace. Of his fullness. The fullness of who? Jesus Christ. The gift of God. We have grace upon grace. Grace upon grace. Verse 17. For the law was given through Moses, hey, hallelujah, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Is Jesus the grace of God? The gift God gave us. So that tells us that when we're talking of the grace of God, we are not talking of an object. We are not talking of a thing. We are talking of a person of the Lord Jesus. So grace is not a thing. Grace is not an object. But grace it's Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. When you have his presence, you become a carrier of his power. 
That is what I said the other time. It's a huge difference. Let me tell you, brethren, there is no power in fasting. There is no power in prayer. There is no power. I know when I say there is no power in prayer, some people look like, are you kidding me, Pastor V? <laughs> okay, don't pretend. Don't pretend. Don't pretend at all. There is no power in prayer. You agree? <laughs> I am confidently, with all boldness, telling you that there is no power in anything you do without the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ in it. If there is power in prayer, people pray five times, 20 times more than you. We have people that will observe every time hours of prayer. People fast more than you. People give gifts more than you. There is no power in any, anything that we think we may do without the presence of the Lord Jesus. So, Do you agree with me now? There you go. <laughs> That means you have to pay attention to a preacher that you see where they're going. It's very, very important. This is also to tell you that there is power in his presence. So you need to cherish his presence more than anything else. Hallelujah. When you are doing all these things that I mentioned, whether prayer, whether fasting, whether thanksgiving, whether anything that you are doing without his presence. You know what that is? You are just toiling, working hard. But he doesn't want us to work hard. He doesn't want us to toil. He told us at the beginning of the year, no more toiling. That is, you need to depend on his grace. That is, have the fullness of his presence. Verse 15 to 16 of the, book, the same book we are reading, Genesis, Exodus chapter 33, verses 6, 15 and 16, in New Living Translation, then Moses said, okay, since I asked you to show me your way, because if you don't show me your ways, how will people know that I found your grace? Moses now then said, if you don't personally go with us, don't make us leave this place. Don't make us leave this place. Brethren, you must never be satisfied in all your endeavors, in anything you're doing, if the presence of God is not there. You will just be counting years upon years upon years, and you are using all method, all manner of approaches given to you. You're doing everything by the book, but if his presence is not there, you are just toiling and working hard and working hard. Moses said that, I am not going if you, your presence is not with me. Verse 16 of that same book, how will anyone know that you look favorably on me, on me and on your people, if you don't go with us? That is, if, there is, if your presence is not in our going, people will not know that we have you. People will know that we don't have grace, no favor from you. For your presence among us sets your people and me apart from all other people in the earth. Can you see that? What is more powerful now to cherish? His power or his presence? What sets you apart is, go back to that verse 16, please. That same verse 16, for your presence among us set us apart and apart and apart makes you different. A royal priesthood, a chosen generation, a holy nation. What makes it happen to you is not just by coaching, coaching it. It's his presence, evidence of his presence in your life indeed. It's important. 
Say, let me tell you, brethren, if you quote the scripture that is not given to you by the Holy Spirit, you are just reciting it. There will be no, you will not see the efficacy of that word. You will not see the power of God in, in, in it. It's not just about reading it. That is why we were not asked to read the word. Meditate in it. That is swallow it. Think about it. You need to be in the realm of the Spirit for the Spirit to give you revelation of His Word. It is very, very important. This thing. Can you hear me? Yeah. That is why we say it is not by power. <laughs> it is not what? It's not by power. It's not by might. What? By my spirit, says the Lord. It is not by power. It is not by effort. When his presence is with you, his presence makes the difference. Without noise, without any effort, you will just see the move of his power. And the difference will be clear, very evident to people. Choose his presence. Seek for his presence in all your ways. You can confess the word. If his presence is not in it, you won't see the realization, the manifestation of that word. It is very, very important. Now, because of our, our time is going, you know, I really want to say something. So to really break it down, what are we talking about about his presence that we're talking about? Is it his physical appearance? This thing, come on, be good. Is it his physical Presence or what? You know what? You can just give me one mic to hold on to. This is distracting. Sorry, I chose it. I told them I like it. <laughs> Hallelujah. See the first lady. Thank you. Okay. Amen. Oh, yes. <laughs> Are you getting something? His presence in your home matters a lot. His presence in your marriage matters a lot. His presence in your health matters a lot. It's not about just all the greens that you are eating. It's good to eat all greens in every meal. Very, very important. There are some things we have to do naturally. There are some things we need to take care of in the other path to make life balance, to make it work. See, our Dr. Chibuzo was saying if you first aid and all that, you, you, if, you put, if you declare his presence, into the tithing all you're taking, you see instant miracle. That's your faith. You declare. So you are not dependent on that medicine. You are dependent on the power of God, the presence of God that you invite, you pronounce on it. But some people are on a different level of faith that with just speaking, it happens. So everything works well. When the Spirit of God reveals the man Jesus unto you, you will have the fullness of his presence. You cannot understand him except the Holy Spirit draws you into it. That is why we need to yield ourselves. It, otherwise, it's just a temporary thing. You can just shout, that is powerful. You're gone, you forget about it. But when the Holy Spirit works in you and draws you into his presence, there is something that satisfies you. You will never depart from his presence. You will have satisfaction in his presence. You will have his fullness, the fullness of his grace. Until the Lord is real to you, you, are not, you cannot experience 
fullness of his presence. The Lord must be real to you. When Jesus becomes more real to you than anything else, whether sickness, whether business, whether any situation, they will be minor to you because you've had the real one. And the power of the real one and his presence will now change your situation around. Hallelujah. There are four things that I put together that happens when Jesus becomes real to you. How it makes you to understand fully what we mean by the presence, his glorious presence, the presence of God. So that you, you won't just be looking around, where is he? He's right there with you. When Jesus becomes real to you, your life will be transformed. You will be changed. That means from that moment, you have been purchased by the blood of Jesus. That is, you accepted him. You receive him into your life. From that moment, there is a change. Everybody say a change. There is a change. The moment you receive that realness of the Lord Jesus Christ, hey, faith is being birthed in you. From that moment, the faith is born. So now, you now become a man of faith. So when we're talking of the presence of God, a man that is full of the presence of God is a man of faith. Because you have been purchased by the blood. You are no more yourself. You are no more about you. Now it's about him, the one who purchased you, who paid, who paid to own you, paid with his blood. To purchase you. You are not an ordinary anymore. In your business, you will, you, you will stand out. We, you'll see where we read it. What separates us is your presence. The moment you yield, because you have become, you have become united. You have the awareness. You have the knowledge of the real man Jesus. Purchased by his blood, you are not the same. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. See what you are thinking. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Here of salvation. Purchase. What the blood thing. This is my story. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all that day long. This is my story. This is my song, praising, praising my Savior all You can never see a man purchase of the blood, a man of faith, with the presence of the Lord Jesus, and it will not succeed. It is impossible. Can never be afflicted by any deadly disease because the presence of Jehovah God, His presence.
dwells in you. You've, the blood of Jesus flows in your stream. Flows in anything about you. You become a man of faith. Number two, the world will become real to you. You will have the knowledge of his word. A man with the presence of God is a man of his word. The man, you live the life of the word. You will have the supernatural confidence. You know how this confidence will just come upon you when you read the word of God that is revealed to you by the Holy Spirit of God. It comes with understanding. It comes with the fullness of the power of the word. When you declare that word that you receive, that you have revelation about, when you declare it, action follows. The word is powerful. You know what makes it powerful? confidently in any situation if they're saying that this is dead you will say no this is alive you know why number one you are a man of faith you don't make it up you speak like him because his blood flows in you you don't make it up you can't pretend it it is your lifestyle living the life of the world you have that supernatural confidence about it. Because you go by what is said, not about what you see. So your business will receive transformation. Your health will receive transformation because of the power of the word. In New Living Translation, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. And when I'm talking about the man of the world, I'm not talking of just quoting, just memorizing, just uh, declare and decree. And all. It goes beyond that. It comes with conviction, conviction, revelation and knowledge of the world. But nobody, no situation can change it with you. No, no, no. You, you, you can't just drop it. I say, yeah, because they said. Who? Who? They or him? <coughs> That is why as a man of the world, you don't just go by the majority. You go by what it says. The whole world is going here. You two follow. You are not a man of the world. What is his word saying? That is what we drag for you. You have been driven by the word spoken by the Lord himself. Second Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20. Second Cor are you there? Yes. Second Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20. For all of God's promises have been fulfilled. Did you hear that? Have been fulfilled. In whom? In Christ with a resounding yes. Did you see why you are so convinced? Do you see why you are holding firm unto heat and you are not letting the noise that is going on distract you? Because it is yes. And through Christ our amen. Which means yes. Ascend to God in his glory. And that is why we dwell in his world day and night. That is why. So you move from level one to level two. Now with that, from level two, you move to level three. And what is that level three? His will becomes real to you. Number one, because you've been purchased by his blood, you be become a man of faith. The faith, is, the faith in him will grow in you, grab everything about you. From there, the word of God will begin to have meaning to you. You don't read newspaper when you read this word. 
<laughs> no, it comes with meaning. It comes with deeper knowledge, deeper revelation. You know what? Number three, you graduate. Did you see a man with the presence of God? So this is not about noise. A man full of God's presence can be quiet, easygoing, but don't touch him. It's not about, hey, guys, I am a man of God. You don't announce it. He will prove himself. Everything about you will speak of his presence. I'm telling you. His will becomes real to you. You know why? Because now you've had a renewed mind. Now you don't think like before. You don't act like before. You're, you have a renewer of mind. What renewed your mind? Is what? Everything goes like that. One, two, three. You will now think alike. Like who? You know what it means to think like God? You will be immovable. When there is noise, hey, God have mercy. This thing is killing. This thing is destroying you. Somebody said this thing will kill and it killed him. Somebody was telling me that. You be praying for my sister. Up to now, she can't come out of the house. She only goes to the store. She quit her job. She quit this. She... <laughs> ah. This thing is demonic. This thing is not God's will. And that is why it's not here to stay. But that is why we are victorious. Because we are not ordinary. We are a man of faith, a man of his word, and his will is our will. We have clear understanding of what God wants us to do. That is why, please, brethren, don't just do things anyhow. Don't do things anyhow. You've been bought. You've been purchased. You don't own yourself anymore. You don't control anything about you. You don't protect yourself when you have all this, this is what is called divine humility. You are peculiar. You are different. Because of his faith, because of his word, because of his will, you understand clearly what the will of God is for you. I can't copy Dr. Uche because he is minister, I say ministry of us here, head of ministry of business ministry. He's doing what is God's will for him. I need to understand and stay on God's will for me. Seek it. You have relationship with him. Understand his will for you. The presence of God. Are you full of his presence? Where is your faith? Is his word real to you? Are you doing it? If the word is real to you, you will not deviate. You will do what that word. You, 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 we do what is real to us, right? Yeah, if his word is real to us, then let us live the life of the word. Don't be shaken. You will be unstoppable. You will be immovable because it's not about you anymore. And lastly, stage number four, we're talking of his presence. Oh, this is the, this is the, this is the last one for me, the way I can put it. If you come tomorrow to preach on it, you can say it anyway. The spirit of the Lord gives you. But you know what? With his faith in you being real and his word being real to you and his will is clear and real to you, his worship will be real to you. His worship will be real to you. When I say his worship, I'm talking of <laughs> being united, united, being united with him, there will be deeper intimacy. When we're talking of worship, it's not just about singing. It is an intimacy that you have with God. You see his presence, you don't feel it. 
You see his presence at any time. And because you see his presence, you bow down. It, worship means recognize, recognizing his majesty, his sovereignty in your life and in every situation about you. There will be a deeper union with the Lord. And when there is an intimacy, when you have deep, close intimacy with somebody, you are like them. You have intimacy with the Lord. You have his presence, the glorious presence of God, the glorious presence of God. And when this happens, your presence becomes his presence. <laughs> if you show off at work, guess who they see? Who? Him. How do you make error? There's no error in him. If anything looks like an error, it's an avenue for promotion. Yep. His ways, not your ways. When you show up in a business, oh, party, <laughs> let people go and copy the same thing you do. They may not be like you because of his presence. So your presence becomes his presence because you carry his glory. It is not about you anymore. That is the life that he wants us to live, the life full of his glorious presence. So what he told us at the beginning of the year, that is when you see the physical manifestation of it. No more toiling, now you are blessed. So being blessed is more than just declaring it, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. Where's your faith? There's the revelation of his word. Is his will clear and your will aligns with him? Are you living a life of intimacy with him? Blessed assurance, Jesus is my. Blessed assurance, Jesus is my. I pray that in all your endeavors, as you are going in the journey of this year, may the presence of the Lord continually to be revealed in you. Seek for his presence and not his power. Because when you have his presence, you are a carrier of his power. Put down your heads and talk to him. I need more of you, oh God. If you see your faith is still shaking, it means you need more. You need to grow more. It will, it will, it will give you strength. Yes, talk to him. You see yourself doubting his word sometimes because it's too difficult to just believe compared to what you can see. Mm -mm. No, you still need, you need, it needs to be more real to you. It needs to be more real to you. Do you live the life of the world? Or when you get out and hear the noise, then you forget about what the word says. Is his will clear to you? Do you understand his will in all your endeavors? The person you married? The business you're doing? The job you are doing? Do you understand his will? Once you miss it, you cannot make it work. It has to be 